On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two growth stocks you should add to your watch list right now. Both these companies are giants in the market and they recently reported earnings. So it's great to understand how things are moving in the gaming market. This video is going to be great if you are invested in these two companies or if you want to learn more about the gaming market. It's great to see how these big giants are moving and what they're doing to continue to evolve and innovate. And where's the future of gaming growing? So let's get started. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and get your free stock on Webull. The link is down below. All right, so the first stock we are going to take a look at is Activision. This is ticker ATVI. You guys might know Activision as the creator of World of Warcraft, Starcraft, Overwatch. They also own the franchise Call of Duty and also own Candy Crush. So they are in different markets and different platforms ranging from mobile to PC to consoles. And in all types of games from casual playing to professional esports game. For the past year, Activision has returned about 75% to investors. Obviously, due to COVID situation, uh, a lot of gamers, a lot of people have been staying home and playing more games. Their most recent earnings were yesterday and the company is up almost 11% about $10 up and it's just hit an all-time high of about $102. So congratulations to all the Activision holders. So let's take a closer look at their presentation. See, see why investors are so happy. And even though investors are so happy, is there still room for it to grow? And as investors, can we still get into the stock? Now let's take a quick look at their fourth quarter 2020 highlights. So the first thing they're showing is revenue has grown 25% compared to same time last year. Operating income has grown 70% and earnings per share has grown 45%. So this company is growing dramatically still, even though it is a big giant. So for this year of 2020, the company had about 400 million monthly active users. That is an insane number. And for the future, they want to reach the billion monthly active user. And they're going to use some of the tactics they recently learned in Call of Duty. And we're going to talk about that in a bit. But I do believe that overall technique or, or framework that they use for that Call of Duty growth is going to be great for the other franchises that they have. All right, so Activision, let's take a quick look at Activision and how they made this Call of Duty one of their best growing franchises right now. So if you enjoy Call of Duty, you can now enjoy Call of Duty in multiple flavors. And let me explain those flavors. First, you can do your traditional way where you can just buy Call of Duty, the game um, on the disc, pay for the premium game, get a storyline and get other premium activities for buying the actual game. Maybe you don't want to buy the actual game and you just want to enjoy the overall Call of Duty franchise. You can go with Call of Duty Warzone. So Call of Duty Warzone is more like a free to play game, very similar to Fortnite, where it's a free to play game, but you have the ability to buy skins. You have the ability to buy loot boxes. And right now, these this is what gamers are doing. If we take a quick look at ARK's investment research, the big ideas of 2021, they kind of show how 2020, most of the money being spent in the global gaming market is actually from in-game spend. The free-to-play gaming model might seem horrible, but it's actually how the overall global gaming market is growing. The final, in my opinion, is the favorite method, and I feel like every company should get ahead to this, and this is Call of Duty Mobile. It's where you bring that franchise to the mobile screen. Right now, the the amount of people that own a phone is a lot higher than the people that own a gaming PC 
or that own a probably a console. And to me, the mobile market is one that's going to continue to grow and be one of the biggest driving forces for these gaming companies. All right, so now let's take a look at their 2020 results. For 2020, for the full year, they had net revenues of about $8.1 billion compared to $6.5 billion a year ago. Digital revenues has also increased. Digital revenues this year made up 82% of total revenue, where last year it was 76%. Again, this is probably affected due to COVID. Maybe a lot of people are not going to stores. They'd rather just buy the game online right now. And with digital sales comes better margins, right? You're not worrying about making or transporting the game disc. So operating margins have also increased. Gap operating margins are 34% this year compared to 25% last year. And the overall earnings per share are also improving $2.82 gap earnings this year compared to $1.95 last year. Finally, operating cash flow. This company is making, making money. They had about $2.2 billion of operating cash flow compared to that $8.1 million of total revenue. So over 25% cash flow from operating margins. This is a company, like I said, it's just printing out cash. All right, so now let's take a quick look at the fourth quarter segment. So right now, Activision made up about 60% of the total revenue. Blizzard made up about 20% and King made up another 20%. Next, I want to just take a quick look at their balance sheet. And right now, Activision has about $8.8 billion in cash. This is compared to 5.8 a year ago. So they increased their cash position by about 3 billion. They've also increased their debt by a bit, but overall net cash is improving. They have about $5.2 billion of net cash compared to 3.2 a year ago. Um, they are going to increase their dividend for 2021 and they are authorized a two year $4 billion repurchase program on the stock. So they are going to be, not only are they seeing great growth, they're also giving great returns back to shareholders. So if we take a look at Activision, right, we saw this company did great earnings, but it is up 10%. Right now, I do have a position in Activision and I have, I am really happy with my position size. So I have no intent on buying. At the same time, I have no intent on selling. This is, like I said, I'm a long-term investor and I let my winners continue to win. So I'm going to continue to hold Activision. All right. So the second stock we're going to take a look at is Electronic Arts. This is ticker EA and currently has a market cap of about $41 billion. So this is half the size of Activision. In the past year, EA has increased about 31%, not the same type of returns as Activision either. And unfortunately, they just reported earnings and their earnings kind of brought them down about 7%. Today, they are up about 2%, but I'm pretty sure it's due to the great news of Activision and the overall gaming market. So those that don't know Activision, they're known for the EA sports like FIFA, um, Madden. They also own Sims. They own Apex. Um, and they also own some Star Wars games like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Need for Speed, Plants vs. Zombies, Battlefield. So they have a big collection of games. So EA Games is very, very happy with their quarter. For the full year, they already have released 10 games and they have launched just four games in this past quarter um everything ranging right we had the new consoles coming out with the new consoles you and every year you see the new games for the fifa for madden for nhl uh one great thing they're seeing is offering live services offering live services is just a fancy way of them saying in-game purchases fifa ultimate team has grown over 177 percent compared to the same time last year and over the last 10 fiscal years 
FIFA Live Services has grown at a compounded annual growth rate of nearly 50%, and Madden has grown at nearly 60%. So the overall sports market is one that I personally don't play, but it's one that is growing at crazy, crazy levels. They are also hitting multiple markets, very similar Activision. They have, for example, games in Google Stadia. They have them in PS5 and the Xbox X series. They also launched their ea play on the microsoft game pass which is microsoft's netflix for games they are also releasing games into the nintendo switch so they're hitting everything and finally they have a lot of games in the mobile market so for the quarter they had 2.4 billion dollars of net booking most of it is actually coming from one segment about 66 percent comes from live services and others this is pretty much the in-game purchases that makes up about 1.6 billion and most of it is coming from mobile gaming mobile has shown third consecutive quarter of year on year growth that's why i'm super happy to see like activision and other markets join more into the mobile aspect full games only made up about one-third of the total revenue about 800 million dollars 62 percent of units are now digital opposed to physical compared to 49 percent a year ago in the overall net bookings net bookings for this quarter grew about 19 percent compared to the same time last year there was a 10 percent growth in full games but there was a 24 percent growth in live services and others people are more likely to buy in-game items now and, and this is crazy right I, I never thought that would be the case finally they do talk about the overall opportunity in the sports market so right now in the past four years the compounded annual growth rate for console and pc sports markets has grown 13 percent where the rest of the gaming market has only grown 10 percent the mobile sports market has grown 24 percent compared to the rest of the market only growing 19 percent so they're saying that right now the market we should be focused on is sports gaming and they know they have strong ip there they have nfl they have nhl they have fifa so they have some great sports market ea games also talks about a potential acquisition of codemaster and this codemaster acquisition is one that's gonna that they believe is gonna be a great move for their sports segment we already saw that the sports segment as a whole is one that's growing at stronger levels than the overall gaming market so codemaster has a lot of racing games they have a huge racing portfolio and this would also allow them to very similar to nfl to nhl to fifa release a yearly game in that market and continue to grow that revenue so now my final thoughts on ea games ea games is also doing great in the gaming market they have pretty much the a strong ip in the sports world which they say is the future in the gaming market and they're trying to make strong acquisitions to grow there very similar to activision the way i would play ea games is I wouldn't go in with a big position right now. Overall, I would just add small positions over time and grow my overall exposure. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.